Delaware. Um, Minister um, Frankie Hey, hey, hey Deuce. Sorry, I'm pronouncing it wrong. But go ahead. Can you tell my listeners, you know, about yourself and everything? Oh, yes. Hello, everyone. This is, uh, my name is Minister Frankie B. Jesus. Um, I'm from Greenville, uh, Mississippi. Uh, uh, the church I attend in Greenville is Cathedral, World Worship Center Number 2, under the pastors of uh, Pastor Willa May and Theodore Haywood, and where I oversee Chief Apostle Dr. Lord Benson Sr. of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and also serve as the praise and worship leader, and also as the uh, youth minister at the church as well. And um, it is such a blessing to um, be on, amen, once again with the manual to discuss very important uh, topics that need to be uh, uh, discussed even concerning the black church. So it is a blessing and a privilege to be on. Amen. So uh, whatever the Lord lay on your heart, my brother, uh, just uh, tell, tell my listeners. And if you have a specific questions you want to ask me, you can ask me that too. Okay. Yeah, uh, well, there's two things I want to discuss. Um, and as I was reading the, <coughs> the transcript, um, uh, there's two things that point out, pointed out to me that I want to discuss. Um, and uh, one of the things that I want to discuss even uh, with uh, uh, concerning the black church around, you know, even the prosperity uh, gospel. Uh, um, and so, you know, uh, 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 even with prosperity gospel, you know, it is God's will for us to, uh, uh, you know, to, you know, to be successful in every area of our lives. Uh, one of the scriptures that came to me in, uh, as I go further with, with this topic is uh, 3 John 2, where it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thy man is prosper and be in him, even as our soul prospers. So, you know, it is God's will. You know, even in this scripture, Paul was saying that, you know, God will just want us to prosper uh, spiritually. Uh, you know, even when, you know, when I walk with him, you know, but he also wants us to prosper even in our health and not just in our health, but even, it, you know, it's the same where it goes also in financially. So it is God's will for us to prosper in every area of our life, to excel and to, you know, and to uh, be blessed in every area of our lives. And even with the black church, uh, you know, God, you know, as, even as, you know, the church, even as, you know, churches, you know, God wants, you know, you know, the churches to prosper even, you know, financially. Now, the problem that comes up in that situation is that what are you know, the churches doing with the money that comes in? You know, what, what, what are the pastors and the churches, the financial board, those that, you know, you know, what, you know, that they're, you know, that, that, you know, that how we this in the church, what are they using the tithe and the homework and, and the money that comes into the church for? And, you know, and it's very important that pastors and churches today you know, use, you know, the money that is coming into the ministry, whether it's tithes or offering or donations or people sowing seed into the ministry, it is very important that they use that, that money uh, wisely in the way God wants to be used. You know, uh, uh, I can look around my own city and Greenville, Mississippi and Greenville. You know, there's a lot of churches around this city. Over a thousand churches on every corner, basically, when you look around. And where's our homeless shelters? You know, where's our our, our community colleges, where's our university, where's our institutions that, you know, to help people, and to get people back on their feet, where's our, you know, and things, you know, uh, you know, to feed people and all this stuff, you know, 
And I, when I say that, I'm just speaking in from a general perspective because there are, you know, quite a few that have a little something going on in their ear. You know, they use the money, you know, the way spoken, you mean these and, you know, back their commercials and things like that. But but just in general, the black church and, and the churches, you know, that, that, you know, there's no reason for them to have this many churches in this city. And, you know, and, and there's people on the street. There are people who don't have nowhere to go, you know, and things like that. All these, all these churches. So the question, what are they doing with the money? You know, and, and it's very important that churches use the money, you know, to uh, not, you know, to, you know, uh, to, to expand the ministry, to meet the needs of the people, you know, to, you know, to invest into the community and things like that. And, you know, and, and, and you know, and to, you know, be a homeless shelter. And, you know, even go to the point as far as, you know, we might, you know, you know, build a little, you know, you know, uh, houses, you know, that, that can help, you know, you know, you know, uh, you know, these homeless people have a place to stay and things like that. So it's very important, uh, you know, like I said, God was supposed to prosper, but we can't use the church money, amen, and now that, you know, that God has, you know, you know, has blessed the churches with using the church money and buying gifts and, you know, for our own personal gain, you know, buying this and, you know, things, you know, from, from our personal point of view, we can't do that. But that money should be used, you know, to help expand the ministry. To help build the ministry, to help you know meet the needs of the people, in, you know any way that you know, that that needs, you know that it needs to be done, whether it's homeless shelter, whether it's through uh, uh, you know affordable housing, whether it's through uh, you know starting a, a community college GED program, the things that to help you know you know people's uh, you know and, you know expand and pursue their education and public. So it's, it's you know it's many ways that we can use the money in the right way, besides you know you know except using it. You know, from a you know for a personal gain. You know, if you want to buy a jet, take the money. You know, you have to you can take money to buy a jet and all that stuff. No, take the money and even take your own money and your own gift. Praise God, Amen. You know, that's a different situation. You don't use the church money for your own personal gain. So, you know, just like I say, it's God's will for us to prosper and want the churches to prosper financially. But we have to make sure we're using the money to meet the needs of the people, and that's what ministry is. Meeting the needs of the people. When Jesus Jesus went forth, he walked the earth. He met the needs of the people, not just spiritually, but he fed them physically. He fed them loads of bread. You know, he you know he did it all. He met their needs, not just spiritually, but even in other areas. He met their needs. So that's what God wants us to do, even with the money that we have come to our churches, that we use them, even as black church, that we use the money wisely to do and to meet the needs of the people and to make our communities better and to make other people's lives better. You know, and, and things like that. So uh, it's very important that you know pastors and churches understand that, that the money is not for the personal gain, but it's for the ministry and to expand the ministry and to meet the needs of our community and others around us. And um, and also um, another topic that I want to speak on is uh, even with the uh, Supreme Court. You know, there's a lot of confusion around that. You got some saying this, some saying that. You know, the decision with the you know the uh, uh, the Roe versus Wade and uh, around abortion and all that stuff. Um, and, and what I have to take on that from a, from a spiritual point of view, even uh, based on the word, you know, as a believer, everything that we even even in politics, in politics, when, you know, if we get involved in that, it's very important that we, you know, that we speak things according to the word of God. And so in that situation, based on the word of God, you know, the scripture says, that's one of the commandments, thou shalt not be. When you think about, you know, they're trying to make it, all about, you know, um, you know, 
you trying to tell a woman what to do with her body? No, 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 no. That's not. See, there are people, people like that, they're looking at it from a, from a carnal perspective. They're not looking at it from a spiritual, even so-called Christians. They're looking at it from a carnal mentality. But when you're in the spirit of God, you put things, you know, from the, you know, from, from a spiritual, you know, perspective, you know, based on the word of God. The Bible says, God cannot And so when you think about that, you got a, a baby born inside another human being, just to be exact. Born inside of you. And you kill that baby. You get aborted. That is not the will of God. The Bible says, God shall not kill. So basically, you commit that basically murder, basically. When you think about it, you know, but like I said, so it's not about sending one with you with a body. No, it's not about, it's not about no control thing. It's about right and wrong. It's about the will of God. And as believers, we should be working according to the will of God. You know, yeah, women have a right to do what she want to do with a body, but they don't make it right. That's, you know, that's the main point of this situation. And so, uh, you know, I don't think, personally, I don't think, you know, based on the word of God, no, you, you shouldn't, you know, get abortion. You know, I understand that some people probably raped and all this stuff. I get that. You know, that's a simple, you know, situation to you know, speak on. And I get that. I understand that, you know, you know, unfortunately. But at the same time, I don't think, you know, based on the word of God, they still, because that baby can be a blessing. That baby can be, uh, you know, uh, you know, in spite of the circumstances, that baby, that, uh, baby can turn out to be a blessing in your life, that change your life. God has, might have a, you know, a great blessing on that baby's life that will change your life. A great calling for that child's life. You know, so I don't think, you know, in spite of the circumstances, you know, a child should not be averted you know, or aborted or whatever the case may be. So, you know, just like I say, from, just from a, from, from a, you know, spiritual point of view, I think that every child should live. You know, whether they're in the womb or not, they should live. They have the right to live, you know, whatever the case may be. And so, um, you know, and I can use that as an example. Uh, one of the brothers that go to my our church, he, you know, his mother was raped years ago. You know, he told me the story, you know, years ago. We were sitting out talking at the church, and he told me the story that his mother was raped. His mother's, you know, gone on now. His mother died when he was young. And he was raped. I mean, his mother, you know, uh, as he called himself, a rape should I say. His mother was raped by his father. He never knew his father. You don't know where his father is. You don't know his father did a lot. But his brother is a blessing to the man. Now, just think about if he was a boy. Yeah, his mother probably had the right to do it, but they don't make, they don't make it right. You know, according to the will of God. But thank God he didn't do it because his brother is a blessing to the ministry. He's a blessing, has been a blessing in my life. He has helped me with things that I didn't know, know how to handle my You know, now this thing about if your mother would have bought him, you know, we would, that, that's another blessing we would have missed out on in the earth realm. So I think all the thing is, you know, Abortion is not the will of God. It's not the way, you know, in spite of the circumstances, but it's not the will of God. Every baby is a blessing. Every baby, every human being that is that is created by God is a blessing. I believe that every child deserves to live, should not be aborted for Jesus. They deserve to live. Because that's another blessing in the earth realm that God will use to change the world in some way, impact the world, impact somebody's life. You know, what if my mother would have aborted me? I would have never impacted lives that I impacted even to this day over the years of ministry. So have been healed, delivered, and set free through my ministry. Even other young people, my peers, and class may have been touched by ministry. Even you, the children that I have taught over the years in the ministry, have been blessed in my ministry, have poured into me. But if my mom would have aborted me, I would have been another blessing that would have been missed out. And so that's why I say, 
I don't think, you know, like I say, I don't agree with the, you know, just talking from a from a spiritual point of view. Every child is a that's part of the subject. Every child. Yeah, the woman have a right, yeah, they, they do, but at the same time they don't make it right. So every child is a good that's what I hear. That is against the word of God to afford and things like that. That's murder basically. Another human being in the womb. But every child is good to live. And so I just want to speak on those two points. Amen. I just want to get my spirit my, my spiritual perspective on that. Amen. On those, on, on those two points. Amen. And, uh, and I thank God for this opportunity. I'll turn it back over to you, man. Hey, praise the Lord. And um, man of God, whenever you feel led about coming back on the show, you're more than welcome to do so because this is um, a place for uh, Christians to um, gather and for us to do the best that we can until God bless me to uh, get this um, film project fully funded and made and then I can actually invite you to speak at our live events. That's what, that's the whole purpose of me doing all this. So, amen. So, um, I am going to just say a brief prayer, and uh, I just want you to stay on the line with me for a moment, and just, just please be in agreement with me about the prayer request. Okay. And that is that the Lord will bless me to get this um, film project fully funded. Funded and made, so that way I can move behind this computer. Because that's what the devil wants. He, he thinks somebody's scared of him, you know. I'm not so afraid of him. Because the Holy Spirit is um, way more powerful than him. But uh, anyway, Lord, I just want to thank you again for touching um, the, the man of God's uh, heart for uh, coming on the show, Lord. Please touch other Christians, Lord, to come forth, Lord, to uh, come on the show, Lord. And uh, let it be uh, a blessing for others, Lord, as well as to uh, win people back to you, Lord, especially our youth, Lord. Through this Christian business, Lord, we want to be able to create jobs, Lord, for black youth, Lord. Um. Jesus' name, uh, Lord, Lord Jesus, just give me the strength, Lord Jesus, to keep carrying on, Lord, um, staying focused and rooted in your word, Lord, and just um, doing the best that I can with the limited resources that I have, Lord. I'm on a string budget. I can't do a whole lot of stuff. Oh, Lord, I'm still dependent on you, Lord, and I know, Lord, you have all the riches and everything, Lord. Um if, 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 if thou will, Lord, you can bless me with that right now. You can open up that door. But, Lord, I just still thank you for allowing me to be obedient, Lord. And, um, again, just have mercy on those children, Lord, the, uh, that was killed, Lord. Just bless their, their, their families, Lord, to um, comfort their souls, Lord. And please let American, um, our people um, understand, Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, that... Um, they need to put their more faith in you, Lord, and just vote out the wrong people, Lord, and try to get people from the grassroots, Lord. That's why, why we want to create this business, Lord, that people that are serious about working with um, the needs of um, those, Lord, that's at the bottom, Lord, and, and um, just be able, Lord Jesus, to make a real positive change in this world, Lord. Through this Christian business, Lord, we want to uh, start a new uh, a new system, Lord, where we can um, pay black women the same amount of money that we pay uh, uh, men, black men, Lord. But bless me, Lord, to be in that position so I can do those things, Lord. Again, just thank you again, Heavenly Father, for this opportunity. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, we have another uh, caller, uh, Pastor uh, Karen um, Atkinson. Okay, you're on the, you're on the air. Um, good afternoon. Um, I thank God for being 
here on today. As Emmanuel Barbie said, I'm Pastor Karen Michelle Atkinson, and my church's name is Greater Praise Tabernacle. We're located right here in Dallas, Texas. Um, but I wanted to get on here and um, talk a little bit about the black church, and I also wanted to incorporate, um, you know, uh, genocide. And I wanted to talk about, you know, um, genocide from the um, aspect of us bringing this upon ourselves. Now, you know, I recognize and realize that the enemy has oppressed us for over 400 years. And, you know, the Bible says that the enemy comes but to kill, steal, and destroy. And so the enemy is going to continue to do their job no matter what. They're not going to stop with the attacks. But what I'm concerned with is the attacks that we make on ourselves. And, you know, as far as, you know, young people joining gangs, that, that's um, genocide against our own race. So many of our young black uh, men and women have died because they have joined up um, with these gangs. And the reason they join up with these gangs is because they're, you know, they're looking for uh, love in all the wrong places. They're looking, you know, for uh, brotherhood, sisterhood. They're looking to make, you know, a quick buck. But what the gangs don't tell you is that the only uh, thing the gangs can lead to is jails, institutions, or death. So there's nothing good that comes out of it. And so um, that's a form of us. We're destroying our own self. And so many of times we're looking for somebody else to save us and rescue us, but we have to save ourselves. And as far as the black church goes, our role in it is, is to teach our young people that there's a better way. You know, if you want to make a lot of money, then... You know, we have to teach our children that, you know, uh, nothing comes easy. You know, if you want to make a lot of money, then go to school. Get your degree and then you can make a lot of money. Because selling drugs is not the answer. Because at the end of the day, you might end up getting killed. Or if you're lucky enough, you'll end up getting put in the penitentiary for many years. And so that's not um, the answer to us getting out of the situation um, that we're in. You know, many of black young women, they're looking to make a lot of money and they turn to illicit sex and prostituting their bodies and everything else, you know, which leads to unwanted pregnancies. It leads to HIV, AIDS. That's how we're killing our own self also. We're killing our own self financially because we won't support one another. You know, I have two businesses and you know, people would rather go to Walmart and to go to somebody else than to support within the African-American community. And I feel as though if we support one another, then that helps us, you know, come out of the hole that we're in. But um, for some reason, we refuse to do it. You know, the Caucasians, they support one another. Um, Asian people, they support one another. Uh, the Spanish people, Mexicans, they support their own. But for some reason, the so-called African-American refuses, um, we refuse to support one another. And that's why we're not, uh, you know, getting ahead in life. Also, I feel like the church should, um, you know, teach people more about 
I see so many people, you know, buying $250 tennis shoes that they can't afford, buying all these handbags that's going to go out of style, buying all this stuff, and they're never taught how to save their money. They're never taught how to invest their money. And so as a consequence, we never, we never get anywhere. You know, we're not being taught the importance of, you know, having at least a 720 credit score so that we can get the home, so that we can get the things um, that we need. You know, when we go to church, and the reason why so many millennials is leaving the church because they find no value in it. The only thing that they can get out of going to church, you know, is entertainment. You know, uh, people dancing and shouting, and I'm, I'm not against that. But if that's all that we're doing, if all we're doing is entertaining each other, and, and we're not uh, learning anything, then what's the use of going? And so this is how many of young people feel. They feel as though um, the church is a waste of time. And, you know, I feel like um, black pastors should make it their business to, you know, when we go to church, it should be, you know, a well-rounded experience, not just coming to hear somebody preach, not just uh, to be entertained, but to train our young people of the importance, you know, of, uh, you know, uh, not getting a criminal record, you know, of keeping their credit score good, you know, of not creating a bunch of bills that later on would you know, come back to haunt them where they're not able to do the things that they need to do. And so we are our own worst enemies. You know, all day long I can look at, you know, who's oppressing us. And all of this stuff is true. It's, it's being done. They're doing it. But we have to save our own self. Nobody's coming back to save us other than Jesus. You know, we look to um, other people to bail us out save us, but we we have to start with us. We have to be the change um, that we desire to see. And so that's my two cents on today. I appreciate you for um, having me on your show on today. Amen. And woman of God, whenever you feel led about coming back on the show, you're more than welcome because I want to make this uh, platform something um, for all of my Christian friends worldwide to use. Um, okay. to um, promote their business. So you're okay. welcome to promote your business on here as well. And also, woman of God, just be praying for me that the Lord okay. that the Lord would bless me to uh, get the, this film project fully funded and made so that way I can move uh, this Christian business from behind the computer and I can eventually invite you and others, um, past guests, to come on here and speak at our live events. Okay. Jesus. Okay. Sounds like a plan. I'll, I'll be praying for you. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, for allowing me to do this podcast. And again, thank you, woman of God, for your con contribution for uh, calling up on the show. Have a blessed weekend. All right. So um, I don't see anyone else in the um, uh, chat room. So what I'm going to do now, we're going to open up the show for Q&A. Anyone that's on my friends list that has um, watched this um, video podcast, you're welcome to call in. And we will answer your, I will answer your questions directly. And um, 
again, most of all, the whole purpose of me doing these um, virtual conferences is to interact with people that's on my friends list as well as to raise funds for our film project. That's very crucial and important because I want to move this organization from behind the computer. Those of you who want to uh, meet me in person, I encourage you to purchase my uh, revised book first. And um, we can make arrangements about, um, you can meet me at the Hare Washington Library downtown. I will give you the address and all that. But um, I want that to take place first. And I want you to do a, um, a video call with me too, so that way I can see that you have the book. So that way I'm not wasting my time going down there just to be down there uh, talking. I want to answer people's specific questions. This is very serious about what's going on, and this is a no-nonsense a no type of business that I'm uh, trying to um, create. Um, again, I pray that everyone will have a safe weekend, and um, I'm going to try to wait around for about 15 minutes. If I don't have any callers, then we're going to call um we're going to conclude the show for this evening, but um, I'm doing the best that I can on my end to uh, get this uh, the ball rolling. I encourage all of my listeners, please um, share my information uh, with your friends and um, all my Christian friends. Pray that the Lord would allow my um, video podcast to go viral so that way... Um, you know, this can also help uh, get us more exposure as well as uh, focusing on getting this film project fully um, funded and made. So that way we can do all the things that I've been talking about for the past 30 years. Um, again, uh, somebody has to do it. I didn't ask, you know, for this, you know, uh, Lord just put it in my heart and mind to do this. Uh, I don't have the resources uh, to pull this off. Um, that's why, uh, you know, I, I'm on a shoestring budget, and that's why I, I'm always online, because it started online, but I'm trying to move this organization from behind a computer, starting um, here in the city of Chicago, specifically the west side of Chicago, Austin, Garfield Park, and North Lawndale. We're going to cover those communities, and eventually on the south side of Chicago. We want to make Chicago that model city. So that way, um, hopefully it can expand in other cities. But I don't want to get bogged down with um, going through this another uh, 30 years. You know, I want to take my talents and skills to the continent for us to uh, reconnect with our brothers and sisters on the continent. So that way we can do international trade, work with um, black people, African people that want more out of life. And... Um, just do the best that we can to make um, our, um, our members' lives better as much as possible at the grassroots level. That's what this is all about. You know, I'm not on here just to be running off at the mouth. Every week I try to uh, do um, my um, podcast to uh, find things that's going on in mainstream media that's relevant and apply it to um, our situation. Um, that's what I try to do. And um, 
you know, that's just how it is right now. But again, eventually, you know, I want to be able to be in a position where I can um, turn the business over to qualified black middle class professionals and, um, you know, take my talents and skills to the continent and teach our brothers and sisters um, on the continent the importance of um, practicing group economics because um, the only those who own um, the economy owns the land. So that's what's taking place over there in South Africa right now. And so I have to explain that to our brothers and sisters. Um, yes, you know, um, after um, apartheid and Nelson Mandela became president, you know, that was a good thing. But yet, you know, South Africans, the uh, average um, African that's in South Africa is still living b below the poverty level. And that's because those, um, I would say, the financial elite slash um, Africanas or um, the people from the Netherlands that came there, the settlers that came there and, you know, occupied that um, land. Nobody didn't ask them to come there. And so those South Africans have to put pressure on the governments to make those settlers uh, pay reparations. Because nobody didn't ask those people to do all that stuff. And so, um, and then also some of them are trying to practice, yeah, that um, apartheid, some of them will have all white, white towns only. If they don't want to be around, black people take themselves back to Europe, the Neverlands. You know what I'm saying? But nevertheless, the reason why I feel led to go to South Africa, because they experience um, the same stuff that we as black Americans have experienced. Uh, ours was called Jim Crow. So that's how come I can relate with South Africans. And we want to get our presence there first, get our foot um, on the African continent, and hopefully uh, expand to 10 African nations from there. But definitely we got to uh, make our presence known in South Africa first. And that's where I've been led to do. And so, um, again, thank you all for listening. Um, and just... Uh, Keep on uh, participating on the show uh, if you're able. If you're not able, just leave uh, comments. That's important. So that way uh, people can read those comments and we can talk about that, you know, 